Hi guys, this is Siobhan and this is Siobhan's John. So are we ready? We're ready. Sister. We're ready. Okay. So today we have with me Stevante Clark, human rights activist, mental health advocate, tax commissioner, public speaker, event organizer, hip hop artist. So thank you for coming today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So how is your morning going? How has everything been with you? Uh, morning going smooth. Everything's been um, chill. Um, we love those kind of mornings. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. It's not too much pressure on us. Uneventful. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, things are going smooth. That's good. So That's I smooth. think I really just want to get to know you as a person. Like okay. I want to know who you are, what you like to do. Like what's, who are you? Okay. Um, I would describe myself as a, um, uh, a man with the mission. A man with a legacy. Definitely. Uh, somebody um, who's just always willing and looking to learn. I'm always looking to learn. That's I'm beautiful. All, yeah, I always want to learn, you know. Um, you do a lot. Clearly, you are a jack of all trades. You yes, do a lot. Well, be, you know, a lot of people say practice makes perfect, but we say practice makes improvement. There's always room yes. to improve and get better, you know. So everything that I'm doing, I'm still learning every day. Do you feel like you are getting better at everything that you are doing? Yes, ma'am. So what are you like? What are you doing? What takes up most of your time? Because you do a lot. Yeah, activism and event organizing will probably take the the most of my time. F the f different causes we're fighting for, and um, the different events and block parties and legacy weekends and Harambe festivals and Stefan Clark days, and all these other things, um, uh, they take up a lot of a lot of time. I bet. Yeah. What makes you the perfect person? For all of this, because you do a lot. So, what makes you great at what you do? Oh, I would say what makes me great at what I do is that I have a um, a platform to do this work, and you know, right. I have a voice. And now I'm not only just my voice; I'm my brother's voice. You know, absolutely, which makes me kind of like a voice for the voiceless. And I think me being that not only that voice in that vessel for not only my brother's legacy, it makes me able to connect and reach out to a lot of people that um, I um, not normally would be able to connect with. What you're know. doing is beautiful. Like it's, it's beautiful. I've watched your journey for a little bit. I mean, I know I haven't gotten to meet you like a lot of the other people have like on the State Hornet, but I've been watching you for a while. And I really wanna know how do you how do you how do you really how do you take i think what i'm trying to ask is because you've been through so much yes ma'am i i couldn't even imagine so i want to know what makes you so strong because this is what you're doing is it's beautiful but i know a lot of people don't have half the strength that you have no i don't know um can, can, you, can I cuss on here? Is it? Is Absolutely. It yeah, so. I, <laughs> sorry. I got to ask. Because, you know, I get in trouble a lot. You know, so. Are you getting in trouble a lot? Uh, yeah, for my language. But, I'll, you know, I always say, um, you know, I was telling somebody this other day. I said, um, you know, for me to be built like a king, I got to be broken like a bitch. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know, see, before my brother passed away, I would just, it was just like work, school, or work, job, uh Study routine. Bills, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, party every now and then, work some more, 
you know, it was just like steady routine. When my brother died, there was this 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 blank where it was just grief, anger, pain, frustration, depression, anxiety. Right. You know, all those past things I was thinking about were irrelevant. And then now I'm in a point where I'm thinking about legacy, politics, um, branding, um, um, you know, family, love, you know, a lot of community, a lot of things that I weren't thinking about before my brother passed away. Right. And I think um, what keeps me so strong is that, you know, I, I had to be broken, you know, to be this person, like, in a way where I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. You know, I wouldn't wish what I go through to anybody you know the price that i've been paid for this it sucks you know but yeah. we try to make the best out of it and we try to look positive towards the future because you know i imagine a world where justice is a reality in all of our communities not just those in better zip codes and whatnot tell me about that okay so us as a people, I think. You mean we as black people? Black people, yes, ma'am. Amen. We need to, um, well, I was talking to my uncle about this last night meeting. We need to become um, something that Malcolm X says is intellectually independent. Absolutely. And until we get there, all these things that are happening in our communities will continue. Because we're, not only do we have no unity, we have no community, really. The communities are broken. We, we used to know our neighbors. We don't know our neighbors anymore, you know. And um, until we get connected together, despite of geographical locale and um, what church you go to or whatnot and what um, fraternity you're a part of and all these other um, great things, then I don't think we'll be able to achieve the necessary goal to overcoming the oppression that our people are in. What do you think is the biggest problem that black people face? Is it us within a community or is it? Yeah. You think it's us within it, a community? We are our own worst enemy. You know, anything, there's a song, anything you can do, I can do better. We do everything. I, I, I'm not racist or racial or nothing like that, but I think we do it, everything better than everybody. I agree. You know, I, I really believe that. Even hate each other, even right. kill each other. Even yeah. put each other down, even abuse one another. You know, we do that better than anybody. You know, when my brother died, I felt a lot of hate. I got a lot of pushback from a lot of people, you know, from the things that I was doing and jumping on the mayor's desk and whatnot and whatever, going on these interviews and TV. But the people that treat me worse and let me have it, black people. Yeah, they, I do remember that. They were on my ass. You remember that? Black people was on my ass, man. <laughs> Black people, <laughs> black people wasn't letting me have it, you know? I think something, because I definitely was hearing it from my family, too. Saying, oh, it. why is he doing that? But I I tried to tell them not everybody handles grief and pain the same. Yeah. So some people like to close themselves off. Oh, I don't want to talk to anybody. Some people get angry. Some people, I don't know how, but they even feel compassion at times. So I think the way that we handle, because what you said was interesting, what black people do, how we hate each other is better than anybody else. Yeah. And so I'm wondering what could be the solution to that? Because we've been doing it 
forever. Yeah. The source of it or the root of it, I don't know. We could we can blame it on white supremacy. We can blame it on never getting a fair chance because it's it's that's probably true. Yeah. But there comes a time in our life where we have to take some responsibility because I think sometimes when people blame, let's say, their bad childhood on being an asshole of an adult. There's yeah. it comes a time you when to, yeah. you gotta take responsibility. Yeah. Like we grown grown now. Mm-hmm. So it's like what are we going to do to take responsibility? So I think what you're doing as in, you know, getting the community together, getting the community together and being a voice could possibly be a solution to that. I would I would hope so. Uh, you know, I really do. You know, um you know, um it's a lot of work. I was reading a book not too long ago, and it says, um, you know, if if you teach them that the history started as slaves, then everything after that will feel like an accomplishment. You know, wow. we have to realize that we're gods and goddesses and kings and queens. Yes, we come from king- exactly. come from kings and queens. Yeah. Absolutely, we 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 literally do. Our land is holy land. You know, we're the only. Um, race in america that's we're not immigrants you know african americans just sons of slaves you know right and um but that's not our history that's not just who we are and i think that once we're able to switch the conversation in a way where it's not as divisive then maybe that that's a um i heard jay-z say this when there was accent about the colin kaepernick he said this is an actionable item or something of that nature Oh God! So, <laughs> Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay Z, right? Oh. <laughs> but I think we have the. I think what we're doing right now is actionable items. <laughs> I'm definitely divided on that. Uh, you are. I'm divided. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky one. It's it a, is. It is. It's very tricky. We love Jay. You love Beyonce. I love Beyonce, and I, and I love Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, you know. What I mean? But it's like, you know, the guy made the blueprint. Give him a break. Oh. <laughs> one of the greatest albums of all time he just drives me crazy because i get what he's trying to do yeah. but sometimes when you when you infiltrate organizations or systems that shouldn't even exist in the first place or they're founded on let's say racist principles then there's really not much you can change because yeah. i mean he got you know jay-z money because he's jay-z, jay-z but there's Sometimes there's not much yeah. you can do. Obviously, I'm divided. No, I, no, I understand that. And I get that a lot. You know, even the way I, you know, when I seen Jay-Z in the NFL, they gave those guys the, um, to a nonprofit that cuts off Brothers Dreadlocks or oh. whatnot. That hurt. No, that hurt. Yes. You know, I was like, what what's up, doing? Jay? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You know, we got to hold Jay-Z accountable. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> you know, we do. As as You know, we got to... All these entertainers and, 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 and these socialites and these YouTubers and whatnot, you know, that um, make money off black culture, expose our culture, use our people, and, and, and then treat us like, you know, shit, really. We are the blueprint. We are. We, exactly. We are the we blueprint. We are. Yeah, we make things hot. Golf, tennis, basketball, football, you know. Um, once they said once they get the hockey floor heated, we'll be on there too. <laughs> you know, but we make things hot. You we know, do. we're a hot people. Fashion, you know, even hip hop. You look at hip hop; it's 
it's probably one of the youngest genres in music, you know. Um, you know, I'm not gonna count that EDM stuff. I don't really count that as music, but um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you know. But I sorry, I don't. You know, I really don't. You know. Um, but being a a, a a student of the culture of hip hop, you know, hip hop includes fashion. You know, it, it it includes hair. You know, it includes so many sub. There's so many subcategories of hip hop. Well, I have to ask you. What's yeah. your top five? Ooh. What's your top five? See, my top five is like. Can I have a top five, top ten, okay. top two? Okay, I got different top five. So my hip-hop top five, it'll be Tupac, of course. Okay. Jay-Z. Gosh. Damn. You so got three left. Yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely put you on the spot. Thank you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'll put me in the middle. You know what I mean. Okay. You know, got to do that. Okay. Um, and then shit, there's so many great rappers and hip hop so young that we don't even know if this is the it. You know what I mean? Like hip hop is so beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's, it's so it's just awesome. It's everything. Yeah, it is. It's so expression. It's yeah. storytelling. Yes. It's, there is a song for every emotion. Mm-hmm. Every like I'm a Biggie fan like through, oh, damn. through okay. and through. So there okay. is a Biggie song for every emotion <laughs> that I have. Whether I'm happy, whether yeah. I'm elated, whether yeah. I am down and out. That's how I feel about Pac. Okay, yeah. so okay, that's, I can that's, respect that's, that's that. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, and we we kind of beefing on that. You know, <laughs> Biggie and Pac. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No beef. No, no beef. beef. Everybody. No everybody love everybody. Exactly. That's my new one. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So, yes, I think hip-hop is beautiful. I love how it brings black folks together. Yes. That's something that I've always loved yes. about hip-hop. Yeah. You know, hip-hop is done more, to me, um, for race relations than the civil rights movement has ever done. Oh, that's a hot take. Because what, it, what you do is when you go to these clubs and these bars and these lounges and you hear the music and you see the people dancing and integrating and enjoying the music, Mm-hmm. It's it's almost no barrier between that. You see what I'm saying? Whether it's um, whether you go to a higher upper echelon type club or you go to a, a, a pretty country club or, you know, you go to one of these um, any type of bar and lounge. When you play the hip hop music, that's a part of the DJ or the movement or the music that you're doing. What I've seen is that white people, black people, Asians, Indians, whatever, they're able to come together. Everybody loves it. Yeah, they're just enjoying the music. It's a good vibe, you know? And it's bringing people together. It really does. It brings people together. Whether it's especially, like, old school, like 90s. Yeah. You get, like, different kinds of age groups, different kinds of racial groups. Yeah. Definitely brings people together. Bringing people together. And the reason I say that, because the civil rights movement, you would see white people that would be, like, skeptical about jumping in that movement because they would feel some type of way. You know, certain Asians, Indians stood away from those protests and those marches because they didn't want to be ousted in their community and talked about and looked at negatively. But now, you know, you take those same people, you put them in the club, you you can't even tell who's who in the club. I mean, it was everybody's just, you know, the music's bringing people together in a way where, you know, um, civil unrest probably can never do. But don't you feel that's a little critical? It is. Because it's like you can flourish or enjoy black art, but when it comes to yeah. black liberation or black, mm-hmm. you just 
us being able to be us, then they don't want to be a part of it. That's something that even happens now. Yeah. Like not even, you know, having to go back to the civil rights movement, but that's something that happens now. It's like, oh, I want to listen to black music. I want to have box braids. But that Black Lives Matter stuff, oh, can't be involved. I, in I, that. I can't touch that. Yeah, All lives matter. That. Exactly. It, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's like, oh, and it, it just bothers. Yeah, me. It's, it's, it it's a fucked up situation. It definitely is. Especially for us, it's a fucked up situation because we see it, and then we see brothers and some sisters go out there and hype that up, you know, encourage that, and you see some brothers out there. Um, even when you seen the ASAP Rocky situation, oh um, before gosh. he went to jail, um, he was talking about how the Mike Brown things doesn't yes. affect him. He said, "Oh, I don't want to talk about no Ferguson. I live in Beverly Hills." Negro, oh. please, Negro, <laughs> Negro, let his ass sit in that Swedish jail. <laughs> exactly. You know, let his black ass sit there. You know, he got to go through. <laughs> You know, like some people, like how dare you? You know, how dare you? How it's dare very you? disrespectful. And we let that shit slide as a community. You know, when then, but but when I when I act up and I jump on the mayor's desk and shit, I get crucified. 